Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's My Life, the musings of a marketing professional on his way back, you know, like a bad Rocky movie. This is part three of the comeback, and my timing could not have been better. Smack dab in the middle of a global pandemic. Here's looking at you, kid, or kids, if one was not enough. Sit back, enjoy, lots of laugh, lots of seriousness, and of course, it's all about me, because it's my life. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, it's me, Stefan. Today is... April, ah, shoot, it's Wednesday, that's all I know, April something, and um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, some of the things that our local stores are doing to protect us and to keep us safe, and um, uh, some of them aren't doing a very good job. Uh, We'll see if we can't get somebody to talk to us from a very special local grocery store, won't give any names, and then uh, the, the big news is Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is out. He's no longer going to be running. But, hey, guess what? I'm going to keep my name on the ballot just in case people still want to vote for me, Bernie. Um, yeah, that's odd. And you'll, what a remarkable statement by uh, Chris Wallace on Fox News. So uh, that and <laughs> you won't believe huh, some of the things that um, are, are happening across the country, including voting. What? Yeah, there's a stay-at-home ban. There's a stay-at-home order. And But guess what, guys? We're going to continue to vote in person as if that's supposed to be happening. You're telling me we're shutting down the entire country, but you know what? We can't figure out electronic voting. What? We've got an entire valley, Silicon Valley, who's been built on doing things online and automated. You've basically shut the entire country down, and yet you can't figure out how to get one state to do electronic voting. Give me a break. Stefan, it's my life. Well, I think... It's clear the race is over. Joe Biden is the Democrats' nominee. Some people want to say presumptive just to be cautious, but uh, the lone contender remaining really was Bernie Sanders. There you go. That was actually Juan Williams. Um, Juan Williams giving his input. The more recent polling showed that when you go too far left, you don't do well against President Trump. And in fact, his numbers have remained relatively stubborn in terms of how people feel about Wait, did you guys hear that? His numbers remain stubborn? Who says that? Wait, I don't understand that phrase. His numbers remain stubborn. What? I've never, I don't know about you, but I've never heard somebody say, you know, everything is staying the same. Everything is stubborn. I don't even know what that means. Uh, But anyway. Uh, But I, I think that he's got to reach out. Joe Biden does and say enough to satisfy them and to give them a sense, I hear what you're saying, and maybe I'm not going to go all the way, but, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive to your concerns without, as you rightly point out, going so far to the left uh, that you alienate the mainstream because he's, he's got he's to win those Republican suburban voters. He's got to win those independent voters, a lot of whom, you know, weren't 
sure they could go for for Bernie Sanders uh, and and uh, you know his avowedly socialist views, but uh, you know he's he's, he's got to find that delicate balance where he satisfies the Sanders voters, but he doesn't go so far in their direction that he alienates the people in the center uh, that he's going to need when he gets to the general election. I heard you incidentally asking. Okay, I've got to stop it right there. Did you see? Did, I tell you what, it's amazing to me when you hear people when they when they are not on script, and they have a point that they want to make, and they say it like two or three times in the answer, as if the answer wasn't good enough the first time they repeat themselves. Now I'm amazed. I'm really amazed, really that that the network, Fox News, spent this much time on Bernie Sanders announcing during the middle of this pandemic that he's, you know what, he's he's no longer going to be a part of the election process. I'm stepping aside and suspending. I mean, th- they spent a good deal of time talking about this. Now, I get it. We've been talking about coronavirus for the longest time. I get it. I totally get it. But to almost, I don't know what... Uh, to spend this much time on a candidate most people thought was pretty much done anyway prior to the pandemic and the coronavirus and COVID-19, to spend this much time talking about now Biden has to turn and somehow reach out to this extension of the left. And and if he doesn't, he's going to alienate them uh, and they're going to vote for Donald Trump? Give me a break. Give me a break. If you were a Bernie Sanders supporter, you are not voting for Donald Trump. I don't care if Biden gets you upset or he he um, you know says something off off the wall. You're not going to vote for the Republican. So the idea that Biden's got to reach out to these people, you know, the only thing he has to do is say, "Look, I'm sorry, I beat your guy. Come on over." That's it. That's all he's got to say. I mean, it's it's ludicrous to think. That Bernie supporter, Bernie Sanders supporters are going to somehow get upset and not vote Democrat because um, their guy didn't win. That's ludicrous. That is that is absolutely crazy to even think that. But I, I will say this. I just I chuckle um, because I, in, in part of that interview and I, it's, it's not a chuckle. It's just I'm kind of little my eyes kind of went rolled in the back of my head and they, I went, what? Wait a minute, huh? But uh, Wallace said something to the effect of maybe Bernie Sanders saw those people voting in uh, Minnesota. Was that Minnesota? Yeah. Um, and I, I thought, you know what? I thought it was really odd too that people we we're under we're under a stay-at-home order here in South Carolina. By the way, by the way, South Carolina, I believe, was one of the last southeastern states to um to do a stay at home we just we literally um we just did that yesterday uh no not yesterday it was over it was on friday oh it wasn't minnesota why do i keep saying minnesota it's wisconsin golly they he but the idea that wisconsin is under tell me if i'm wrong um wisconsin is under a stay-at-home order as well Let's see. I'm going to read this real quick because I, I, I caught this and I went, you got to be kidding me. Uh, stay, yeah, stay at home orders were widely instituted because of the coronavirus. OK, so let me get this straight. 
Um, essential businesses, you guys can stay open. Everybody else, stay your butt at home. Everybody, stay your butt at home. But we still have a primary with these two guys, basically. Now, um, I don't know. Was Bernie looking for a Hail Mary out of Wisconsin? Was he really thinking, you know what, I think I'm going to get this one? Hey, if I get this one, I'll continue on. No. No, he should have thought long. Has anybody even seen Bernie Sanders since all this coronavirus mess happened? I mean, has anybody seen him, like, do an interview? Has he been on anywhere on the Internet? I mean, maybe he has. I just haven't been following. I don't know. But nobody's been talking about it. I, him. I know Biden's been out there because Biden's been making like slip up after slip up after slip up. Um, and so they've been talking about the, does he even know what's going on? And he's got a bunker in his basement. He's recording videos and doing interviews. He's got to stay relevant during this time because it's leading up to the election. I haven't heard seen Bernie Sanders until now. Really. And the fact that he allowed and wanted, um, the fact that we don't have voting electronic voting in a situation like this and the fact that you just say you know what let's push it off let's just push it we've told everybody to stay at home we've told everybody to stay at home and now we're asking them to go out and vote in numbers in huge groups of of people you have got to be kidding me you know and so here we go here we go the the visual is this we've got groups of people standing six feet apart with masks over their mouths, voting in the Democratic primary in Wisconsin. Yeah, I know. Stop. Just think about that for a second. Does that make any sense? Why you've got other states that said, yeah, we'll just postpone it. You know, we'll just push it off. We canceled schools. We've told all the kids not to go out into, you know, schools. We told people to get off the playgrounds. We've told, we have closed parks and, and recreational places. We have said restaurants, stop it. You can't have people coming in. We have basically virtually shut the state down. But we still want people to come out and vote in large numbers. Are you kidding me? Seriously. Which, which made me do some thinking about, are we doing everything we possibly can? Um, literally, just here locally. Just, I know Walmart has started doing, you know, we're going to let 10 people out. We'll let 10 people in. 10 people out, 10 people in. If we've got lines on the floor. Please follow the lines. Um, I get it. I don't want anybody to have coronavirus. And, I, and I, I watched something about a doctor talking about this whole coronavirus and what it does to people. I'm a little, bo- I, it, it, I'm a little I don't, bewildered um, about, about this whole virus and what it does to the body based on what this doctor has said. This guy's on the front line. He's an ER doctor, um, and he has seen it firsthand. He's probably witnessed multiple deaths, and he has seen this firsthand, and he doesn't think that maybe some of the stuff that they're doing 
is the probably the best thing that they could do for their patients. Anyway, I, it was I was literally blown away, and this guy has just released something, and he's following protocols. He actually wants to follow different protocols based out of what they're doing in Italy. So I, I'm I'm listening to him. He's he was uh, interviewed by I think the CEO, the president of WebMD. Uh, he seems very knowledgeable. Um, and is up on his game. Looks like he hasn't had a wink of sleep in days, if not weeks. And um, very coherent, very matter of fact, and and just very poignant. And just says that he thinks that they're operating under the protocols of decades past. And and this is something that he's never seen before, and his colleagues have never seen before. So they're kind of winging it in terms of giving um, their best processes in helping patients and determining what's the best course of action. So anyway, I, I, I digress. Um, so I, it just made me wonder, are we doing everything hmm, that we're supposed to be led to believe we should be doing? So I just picked up the phone and I, I just wanted to say, you know, let me find out if Lowe's is doing what Walmart's doing. Let me find out. So I call Lowe's. Thank you for calling Lowe's Home Improvement. As an essential retailer, we are here for you and our community in your time of need. Our stores will open normal business hours and will be closing earlier to allow our teams time to clean and stock our stores for you. Please press 8 to hear our store hours. Thank you. Please note that our menu options have changed. Para instrucciones en español, oprima uno. For order status, deliveries, and installations, press 2. For the Pro Desk, press 3. For appliances, press 4. For flooring or kitchen and bath cabinets, press 5. For transferring to the Pro Desk, please hold. Got a feeling nobody's going to be answering at the pro desk. Well, huh? Okay. So nobody's nobody's at Lowe's right now, like at the pro desk. Like they just say, "Hey, we're not going to be working today." Okay, this is crazy. I'm not going to keep doing this, but anyway. Good to know that Lowe's is answering the phone. Yeah, nobody answered. So I guess, I guess nobody's answering the phones at Lowe's. I don't know. So I said, you know what? Um, let me uh, let me pick up the phone and call local grocery store. And I should have said a hardware store. Let me let me call local. Um, home improvement store. That's what I should say. Home improvement store. Um, but let me call a grocery store and find out what's going on. So I call a grocery store and Welcome to due to the coronavirus, we continue to temporarily make adjustments to our store hours. 
We are doing this to allow our associates additional time for preventative sanitation and to restock product on our shelves. Please continue to check the store hour signage posted at the door or go to our website for up-to-date store hour changes. If you know your party's extension, press 9 now. Otherwise, please choose from the following options. For the store's address, press 1. For the pharmacy, press 2. To speak with customer service or a manager, press 3. Uh, let's see if I can get the manager on. Good morning. Oh, I'm just trying to find out a little bit of information. Are you guys uh, kind of minimizing the number of people that are going into the store? Um, I think we started that. I'm not sure um, what time it goes in effect today. Oh. But yeah. Okay, because yeah, I was just wondering, because like at Walmart now, they're starting to keep people at the front door, and you got to stay separated, and then I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, at, I mean, at that's really what, yeah. I think we're all starting. I'm just not sure what time exactly. Now, help me out, please. Somebody help me out. How in the world? Okay, so I'm walking in just like I would normally walk in. And I could be passing by three, four people. We could be congregating in the produce section. Um, somebody could be touching the apples, and then I touch the apples. Um, I haven't gone yet, but I will because I'm probably going to have to because we are running a little bit slow on supplies in terms of food. I'm growing some food, but uh, so, uh, but the cash line, the the register to check out is where the line is forming with the six feet protocol. And yet, tell me if I'm wrong, but I know there's not six feet of distance between your body in the line and the cash register unless they've moved them. And I don't know if they've moved the cash registers. Like, literally, I would have to be six feet away from you in the line as a you're a cash attendant you're a, the, a, the register person and there's only about maybe two feet maybe maybe and, and that's being conservative so i just i think to myself all the things that we're doing and all the things that we're trying to put in place and i go you know is it just me is it just me or are there other people thinking the same thing like this is crazy this is absolutely crazy and, I, you know, I don't want it. I really don't. I don't want the coronavirus. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not going to say it anymore. I have asthma, and I understand, and I'm a male, so I understand that puts me in a risk category, evidently, because I have asthma, and I'm up in age, and I'm a guy. So um, I'm in that risk. And, and I'll be honest with you, I don't want to risk it. I really don't. And so... So, you know, I'm doing this, these podcasts and I'm thinking to myself, it's my life that you're learning about. And I go, you know, there were some crazy things we did as kids. I'm not too proud of them. Not too proud of them at all. And I, and I mean, as little kids, like, you know, uh, dirt clog wars. I don't, uh, <laughs> for some of you who don't know, we used to play out in the woods at Fort Bragg as kids. When I was growing up, and <clears throat> we had, 
we we literally had sh- there was a there was this um uh subdivision I say subdivision. It was basically three streets. But on each one of these streets, they were pretty long. There was Shea Street, there was Short Ashley, and there was Long Ashley. And that was it. That was the subdivision. Um, but we would we had enough kids in the, in the neighborhood that we would have rival streets going against each other in different teams, different games, whether it be football, basketball. Um, uh, kickball was a big thing. Uh, but we also did, like, mini wars, meaning, you know, you were on – you know, Shea, uh, Shea Street's team and Long Ashley had a team and Short Ashley had a team. And, you know, we, we, we would just form these teams like we were um, like bands of military folks, like seven, eight kids on one team, seven, eight kids on the other. And we would divide them and we would have these things called dirt clog wars. Now, what's a dirt clog? Well, when you're on a like a cliff or when the dirt starts getting like clay and it's compacted, it's not a rock. Although there were some kids that threw rocks and I didn't like it. But it was like, you know, it's like a hard piece of dirt that's kind of like a shape like a rock. And it's big enough a rock. But when it hits, it busts apart. It's just like sand. I mean, and and if you throw it pretty hard, it's going to hurt. If you get a big enough one, it's like a grenade. You throw it up and it wipes people out. So the idea was we would throw these at each other instead of throwing rocks. This was the precursor. We didn't have paintball. We didn't have um, pellet guns. We didn't have B- uh, yeah, we didn't have BBs, but we didn't use them for that because you could actually shoot somebody and hurt them. So, <clears throat> you know, we didn't have uh, what's the other thing? What's the other thing? Um, uh, uh, the plastic balls. I can't think of them, but we didn't have that. Okay, so we had to make do with what we had. So we had this these dirt clog wars, but we did some. St- some silly stuff that if you think about it, you're like, why were we down in the middle of this canyon where the train tracks were throwing dirt clogs at each other? And then why did we, uh, there's so many stories. Why were we doing that in to, hours at a time, hours at a time, hunkered down in what we would call our little um, foxhole. And the kids would just throw at us, just, just throw dirt clogs at us. What were we thinking? Okay, so I'm not proud of it. I'm just saying, maybe there's some things that we do now that we're not proud of. Maybe there's some things as a manager or whatever. Of a, let's say you're at a, a, you know, you're managing a store, a business, and you just go, you know, I know better. I know better. Okay, I, I should do something different. Just my advice, and you know, we all have advice. Uh, we all have opinions is just stop for a second, rationally think, what am I being asked to do? And then make a decision and do what you think is in the best interest of the people around you. Namely, if you're at the grocery store and you're trying to exercise a six-foot radius, then you need to make sure that everybody's doing that. If If you're saying you're doing it for the public's good and the public's safety, then do it. Now, I don't... I don't, I, there's more, I have got plenty of stories growing up, um, but you know what, uh, the, the, the things that happened today are just beyond me, and um, so I'm going to try to get this episode up, uh, there's so much I can talk about, so much I want to talk about, um, but for right now, this is it, this is Stefan, and you've been listening to, of all things, my life, because guess what, it's my life, I'll see you guys, make sure you like Share, subscribe, 
Um, give me some feedback. Let me know if you're enjoying the show. And remember, we've got other shows out there as well. Farmer's Market Podcast, uh, Greenville Business Podcast, uh, uh, you name it, we got it. No, I, I, we've got quite a few, or I'm, at least I'm generating quite a few. Anyway, um, Quick Marketing Tips Podcast. Uh, quick marketing services podcast anyway uh a lot of a lot of different things out there make sure you subscribe on itunes stitcher i don't even know if this is being pushed on stitcher but uh spotify for sure so check it out talk to you guys soon my name is stefan and i'm out